You're taking me somewhere to kill me. No, I'm taking you someplace to talk. You are not in Kansas anymore. Is there something special about today? All I have for you is a word. Life, uh, finds a way. Tell it. This is the way. This is the way. Hey everybody and welcome back to What We Watched. Uh, my name is Sam and I'm sitting here with Noah. Uh, we just recently watched episode 4 of WandaVision and it was pretty exciting. There's a lot to talk about but uh, we're just going to kind of go through the episode, uh, talk about what we uh, watched and then kind of dissect it a little bit towards the end and kind of give you our, our takes on what happened um, and then give you a um, our hero of the week I guess or our um, star of the week for this episode. So, just kind of start things off. Noah, there was a lot that went on, mm-hmm. um, particularly with uh, Monica's story. We saw her, it started out, you know, with her um, getting blipped back. Mm-hmm. And we got that flashback scene, which was cool to see. But uh, moving forward, getting the introduction uh, with Wu, you know, um, for the FBI, yeah. it was also a big, uh, big reveal. So, it just. A lot going on in this episode, a lot of reveals. Um, what were your thoughts just initially from the start? Um, from the start, uh, I, re- I just really liked that we got the other perspective of the show, kind of like you said, that didn't start out this time being from the sitcom, being from Wanda and Vision's perspective, which is really cool. This whole episode was obviously about Monica Rambeau, James Wu, and uh, Darcy, right? that her name from Thor mm-hmm. so we got to see her that was really cool um, yeah I really liked it it was cool seeing uh, everyone get brought back you could tell that it was right you know when Endgame was occurring which was pretty cool to see another character um, coming back from the dead and her whole you know not knowing where she was just thinking that she was out for a couple of minutes and everyone being surprised that she returned uh, was really interesting um, yeah, I really love this episode, and I feel like we got uh, a much bigger explanation as to what's happening, and um, we kind of got to, to cut out a lot of our theories that we had going into it. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, it was a nice step back, a breather kind of from the sitcom, right? Uh, to get an outside perspective, um, because it was really interesting to see people who have not been in this, you know, simulation interact with people mm-hmm. that have been in the, within the simulation, you know, like the two cops talking to uh, Wu and Monica when mm-hmm. they come up and I mean, they were just completely oblivious to everything amnesia, that was happening. Yeah. yeah. Amnesia. They were, uh, had basically forgotten everything about their past lives. So yeah. Like, I mean, they were right in front of Westview and so that there's no Westview. <laughs> yeah. Which is pretty funny, but it was weird. Absolutely. But I did enjoy uh, getting to see Darcy, who was in Thor, and then Wu also, who is in Ant-Man. Uh, their interactions together were great. I liked all of them. I feel like they were exactly like how we react to everything. They were like, mm-hmm. you, know, you know, what's happening? Well, I don't know. I can't explain it. And so it was kind of interesting to see uh, them react to it. Yeah. I mean, because they were watching the show, too. It's like, you know, they... They were watching the exact same content that we were watching, yeah. and they were also just as confused as we were. So That's true. Uh, that was kind of just a funny, you know, thing I liked, to implement. I like James Wu a lot in it. I don't really care for Darcy that much. Yeah, <laughs> James Wu is pretty good. Yeah, I, mean, I didn't mind Darcy. I mean, like, 
I hated, I didn't like her in Thor at all. I also didn't really like the first two Thors anyways, so it's kind of cool that she has another chance to be in something else. Um, I didn't mind her as much in this as I did in Thor, um, but I Mm -hmm. still am not a huge fan. But I guess we can kind of cut out the... I mean, it's not necessarily a simulation anymore. They're all real people now. That's true, yeah. have confirmed at this point that everyone from that town, it seems, in New Jersey is missing, and they're in this, mm-hmm. I guess you want to call, sitcom or reality uh, with Wanda, Vi- Wanda and Vision. Um, there's still no real explanation as to why it's a sitcom. James Wu mentioned in the show, like, what is this, an alternate reality? Which I think is a pretty big hint, especially like when we said... In the last episode that it has to connect to um, Doctor Strange and the Spider-Man in some yes. way, the multiverse, Absolutely. so it would make sense for it to be some sort of alternate reality. We also got confirmation basically on the little mini helicopter was that was in say. the town. Yeah. That was cool. I mean, that's, that's, I mean, moving into that, the pieces that, you know, the objects that are moving from our reality yep. that we're in to this reality that Wanda and the, you know, skeleton of Vision are right. in is, I mean, completely different. I mean, the objects change not only in color, but in just aesthetic. I mean, the bee, we talked a lot about the beekeeper in the last episode, but, yep. I mean, he literally just changed from a hazmat suit to a beekeeper. Right. The, the helicopter changed. Although, one thing that I will note that's weird is that they didn't take out the color when it changed mm-hmm. in, the, in the episode. So, that's something that's interesting. It's like, does the universe not have total control over foreign objects mm-hmm. because it's like it wasn't able to change it into the aesthetic of what is occurring in the sitcom mm-hmm. so that was kind of interesting on you know how much control does this universe actually have over the objects within it yeah uh, especially again foreign objects yeah it was also really interesting like how much of a dick that receptionist was in the sword base for <laughs> not letting Grandma in the building yeah i, I know, just right? realized that there's a sign of her mom like right in front of that guy's face, and he was like, guess you don't work here. Well, and more importantly, she was apparently in line to be the next director. Like, he mentioned, he was like, I oh, apologize. Yeah, I even and so it's like, that. I mean, she was so high up in the company, it's like, I, I get that it was five years ago, I guess, that she right. had been blipped, but, I mean, yeah, this dude was completely oblivious to who apparently would have been the successor to S.W.O.R.D., mm-hmm. so that was, that was definitely weird, but... yeah. But yeah, uh, going back into S.W.O.R.D. too, we actually got to see S.W.O.R.D. headquarters, which is pretty dope. Um, got to see a better look at like what the main S.W.O.R.D. building actually looks like. I mean, because like we said last episode, I I didn't even know anything about S.W.O.R.D. until they brought it up in WandaVision, and then we had to look it up, and we've seen stuff in the comics and how they're kind of big with the X-Men, but aside from that, I mean... We didn't really know anything until this episode. We got to see more from that building and what they're what they're doing. Yeah, I mean, it definitely was was nice to get some more background on them. I mean, I can't really say that it was. Uh, I mean, they went into depth with it, but you know, no. uh, just kind of later time. Too. Yeah, yeah, setting them up for a later time, probably even a later uh, series or movie. Maybe yeah. not necessarily go into it in much depth here, but uh, I did like that, um, and it was. Something that I, I kind of want to talk about was uh, the broadcast. So when yeah. we saw Darcy 
uh, you know, she was using her little radiation... CMBR radiation. Her CMBR radiation. Uh, CMBR, and it detects some sort of radiation, and yeah. then she picked up a broadcast frequency. I mean, I was like, blah, 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 blah. Okay, broadcast frequency, uh-huh. so, alright, cool. Uh, that's, it was, that's the explanation. Whatever. What it reminded me of was when Tony Stark discovered time travel. Yeah, just in, like that. In game. It was like they had a really to, quick, yes, you just have to accept it. You just have to accept it. Uh-huh. I mean, again, there's probably going to be more of an explanation for it in the coming episodes as to, like what this place is, why it's a sitcom. So I'm not totally going to write it off as they're just having us deal with it. For now, yes, they're just having us accept it. Mm-hmm. But I can see there being a legitimate explanation for it in the future. It just still didn't make any sense how Darcy was able to, you know, pull uh, that out pull of her thin air. Yeah, I know. <laughs> she was just okay. like, fuck it, whatever, and this is how we're going to do it. Right. Uh, but it was still, I, I did I did like that moment. I thought yeah. it was I thought it was good. Yeah. Um, but I think it's interesting to look at the broadcast in a mm-hmm. different light because I think before, at least myself, I was taking the broadcast as something where they were just, this is how they were watching it. This isn't actually what's happening necessarily there. Right. Uh, because I guess we were talking about the simulation and everything. Yeah. But it does bring back into conversation things such as like the commercials. Because yeah. clearly this is being broadcasted for someone's viewing. I mean, Mm -hmm. if, like she said, that broadcast was intertangled with the radiation that was also being emitted from the area. Uh So it's like someone is trying to, you know, emit this broadcast for someone else's viewing. I don't know if that's necessarily Wanda doing it, or again, if, like we said, there's other uh, people in play here that may be broadcasting it. Yeah. Uh, I thought that was just weird that... We finally did get to see that this was actual. This was actual footage right. that was being portrayed, and that someone is censoring that right. broadcast as well, which is important to consider because uh, they censored Wanda's um, reaction yeah. with Monica. I mean, that's kind of moving forward a little bit, but it was it was really interesting to see them kind of just yeah. delete that footage basically yeah, it, from the broadcast. It turns out what we were watching in the first three episodes was basically the raw footage and what's really happening from the other from the outside is the edited version like as if it was actually being aired on cable like this is what everyone should be seeing the first few episodes we were actually seeing what was happening because we actually could see um you know what happened and then see wanda rewind it and then see what everyone else sees you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so that was pretty interesting yeah and it's the broadcast, I feel like, is still is supposed to be... I mean, we're supposed to take that as... I'm taking it, I guess, as there's someone else in play here. Some other type of uh, villain or some person mm-hmm. that is still, you know, also aiding in this kind of takeover of this town. Yeah. Because logically, at least it doesn't make sense to me that Wanda is broadcasting this signal. Yeah. I, mean, she couldn't, I just don't see how she could be censoring and everything. I guess we can talk about that when we get to the more of the theories later, but mm-hmm. uh, it just didn't make sense to me, at least. But. I don't know, and also with this being episode, going into episode 5 now, and still not knowing the main villain, well, I guess episode 4 kind of ends it with us thinking, okay, Wanda's the one in control, Wanda's the one doing all this, which sure... I think she is the one manipulating all the people inside, but I don't think she's the one that necessarily started it all. And I do think it's really fishy that all of a sudden Sword is like the main 
I don't know, intelligence agency in this show all of a sudden. It, it did feels feel really, really weird. And it I already kind of brought up that I think Monica's boss is already the villain. I'm just going to yeah. call it now. He already seems really fishy. But I think there might be something in play with S.W.O.R.D. and what's going on here. I wouldn't be surprised. Um, but yeah, towards the end of the episode when Wanda says uh, very eerily, I have everything under control, obviously was a, you know... I mean, direct, it, like, yes, she is yes. manipulating everything. Yeah, I mean, I, I, it's not even a question, I think, that she is a part of what is going on there. Which and honestly has, makes this way creepier. I mean, it I does. said from the beginning, I was it like, does. if these really are real people and she's essentially kidnapped this town, that is so, I mean, that's so dark. And that's kind of what this is. As of now, it's not a simulation. They are real people and they're all from the same town. No, so I weird. agree. And it's, it is kind of weird that going back to your sword uh, comment yeah it's just weird how yeah big they are and how they were talking about I mean he said something about uh, Maria Rambo or the doctor whenever Monica came back he said Maria Rambo she said Maria Rambo died three years ago yeah and there was also a moment whenever Monica is talking to the boss I can't remember his name do you remember what his name is Oh, the guy that I think is fishy. Yeah, yeah. No, I, don't I can't think of his name, but uh, the the acting director of Sword, uh-huh. um, he said that her mom Maria implemented the uh, the rule that someone who just came back from a blip would not be able to go immediately into service duty. Yeah. So, like, clearly, Sword's been around and has been a big organization for a while. Right. And never once mentioned in Endgame. So, or I guess even into uh, Spider-Man Far From Home. Mm -hmm. So it's like we've had two movies now where they would have had opportunity to bring up S.W.O.R.D. Very briefly mentioned at the end from Far From Home. But like we just don't get, we don't get any background on them, which does make them seem a little bit fishier. It's it's very ominous. It does make, yeah. yeah, uh, Portray them kind of in a bad light, in my opinion. But I, I don't think I can write them off as bad yet just because... The way that they're working with all the def- different government organizations, it just would seem weird if yeah. that was the case. And I and I don't believe in the comics. That I'm not positive on this because I haven't read them, but I don't believe that Sword was bad in the comics either. Yeah, and I don't know that for sure either. I was just going to go back and say, Director Hayward. That's Director uh, Hayward, okay. Monica's boss in, in Sword. But yeah, he definitely seems efficient. Yeah, it's a real, it's a weird, I mean, I guess it kind of makes sense that they, you said it was Monica's mom that established the rule that... Um, uh, you can't go into active service after a blip. That's yeah, what it was. You, or you can't go on different types of missions. You can't be out in the field so much for a which, certain amount of time. For a certain amount of time, they didn't oh, specify, okay. but they, he did say that. Yeah, that, that seems was really why. weird. It did, and it. I mean, again, more to the fact of the time frame that we're talking about, sword being relevant within. Well, and it also just seems weird because, like, I feel like shouldn't everyone be pretty caught up to speed why the blip happened in the first place? Mm-hmm. Was that was that a secret? Yeah, the whole Thanos thing in Endgame was that a secret? Yeah, maybe they just really were trying to, you know, deep dive into. What's also their interesting too is, I mean, Wanda's. I mean, we know now Wanda is missing, uh, and they found her in this reality. Why is it just sword? Why are no other Avengers characters involved in this? Like. Has Wanda not been gone long? Is this like something they're trying to 
I don't know, isolate. They were giving her space, I guess, trying yeah, to grieve with it. But, but that's weird, too. You would think S.H.I.E.L.D. or the what's left of S.H.I.E.L.D., the Avengers, you would think they would want to be like, yeah. no, we'll take care of this. Like, yeah. this is our teammate. This is like... Just someone. I, I mean, you know, right. I, I would have thought maybe... I guess I don't know someone like Hawkeye or Hulk. Um, I mean, someone... Yeah, anyone. Someone would have had some type of contact with her. Yeah. Um... Yeah, it does seem weird. I mean, even... I, I guess maybe that's something that we'll hear about more in future series. Yeah. Um, but I guess maybe we don't know how long she's been away either. Yeah, we don't. Because, I mean, they, 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 they recently that. had the missing, missing persons report, and, and everything that we've seen in the episode, uh, in episode four, it looks like this is all happening within, like, a day. Maybe mm-hmm. two. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, uh, Maria... Or, sorry, Monica Rambo went to Westview... And met with James Wu and, you know, went into this different universe or, you know, this force field of energy. Yeah. And they have assembled this team and gotten everything together within two days. So it's kind of like maybe she wasn't necessarily gone for that long. And I think you're right. I don't think she was because it makes sense. The show started in the 50s, then the 60s and the 70s. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's not, they can't really go back. If, If it was happening for a while they wouldn't really be able to do that unless it was the 50s television style sitcom for a long time and yeah for whatever reason quickly moved up to the 60s 70s like within a day so i think you're right it would make sense that it started very recently yeah and, and i mean the timeline progression is is kind of interesting to me because i mean they are speeding it up so drastically i mean we're talking about going through 10 years every like day i guess Uh and i think that that is intentional from whoever is controlling this uh this little mini world because to me i'm still coming back to the children and wanting them to uh to come out and you know wanting wanting wanda to give birth to her two twins so i took that as that was why you know they've been they've been speeding through things so quickly and why I mean just two days I mean clearly this was something that very intentional for the for her to give birth to her children I mean it happened within two days mm-hmm. it's not like something that was like you know weeks in of this plan to hold Wanda captive mm-hmm. like we decided that she should have these children like that seems to me like the centerpiece of why they brought Wanda in and captured her or, or why Wanda is also here because she wants children. Yeah, uh, I think that's definitely... She wants her perfect life with Vision and yes. having kids that she intended Ooh, to have. Was that not great when yeah. they flashed to, to Vision and you see them all gray? scary, yeah. Yeah, Because I, I thought it looked weird. You could see the background when he was talking to her. I thought, like, it was like... Uh, what's the word? It was, like, blurred out. Mm-hmm. But I, it's, I still thought his face looked weirdly gray. I'm like, maybe it's just... I don't know. And then when I painted to him I was like holy crap you could see yeah the, his uh, where his infinity stone was and yeah, his eyes were white all gray it was really creepy it was and, and it just it goes to show like this facade that we've been seeing like there's so much I guess uh, there's so so much that they're covering up right now well and I think it further paints the picture that the whole show and like their environment is all being displayed from Wanda's imagination is how I kind of took it. Like I think visions, I think visions face in that moment was actually lifeless. And then she freaked, like she freaked out and then changed him back to how she wants to envision him. Mm -hmm. 
<laughs> Envision him. Yeah. All right. All right. Sorry. Terrible guys. fun, but I'm moving on. Uh, but I will still say, like, it's just, it's weird because what is, or who is Vision? You yeah. know, what is this animation or what, like, you know, why is he moving, like, talking? Oh. Like, because I mean, he's dead. Also, speaking of dead, how's Monica not dead? Uh, well, f- fuck, yeah. I mean, she got thrown through three walls, like, I don't know. Wanna knock her ass out? A couple hundred yards. Yeah. And, I mean, she was, I guess she wasn't doing great when she got out, but I she know. was still okay. No, I know. I thought that was really weird. And I'm then, curious, though, does she still, does she have powers now, or does she get powers later? Because from what I looked up in, like, Wikipedia and fandom, they said that Monica was basically Captain Marvel. She had very similar powers to Captain Marvel. I would assume that that comes either later okay. or is I didn't know different... if that was a hint to her having powers. It was uh-huh. like, any normal person would have, would have died been. by that. Uh-huh. Unless it's just different physics. I mean, I, also... Alternate reality. Wanda could have maybe not been trying to kill her, you know? She was, True. She was trying to get her out. Regardless, though, she, she shot wasn't... through, like, several walls. No, I agree. <laughs> like, I that's... agree. <laughs> but what is kind of weird is that she still is covering up in front of Vision. I thought yeah. that was interesting because it's like, since it is her controlled reality and everything, and you know, Vision is supposed to be like her husband. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously she'd want to repair the walls, but she did it like so quickly, and then like lied to Vision about Geraldine. Well, I mean, those babies leaving, seem pretty real. So... I think even if Vision is created from her, like it's very sophisticated. Yes. Like he's got a mind of his own, and those babies seemed pretty real. Yes. So, what, however she's doing it, it's very convincing. No, absolutely. And it, again, I mean, I keep coming back to the kids because I do think that is a key point of the show moving forward. Mm-hmm. No, you're definitely right. I mean, especially if the show takes off into the 80s and whatever, the kids are going to become children. Or the mm-hmm. babies are going to become children. But, so let's kind of break from the episode real quick. Mm-hmm. And I want to talk about specifically, um, there's specifically one line that really, really painted Wanda in a bad light. And... I have everything under control? No, it was the, like, where you yeah, you were a stranger, you are an outsider. And oh. then, and like, to talking to Geraldine or yeah. to Monica. So... I don't want to buy into the theory fully that Wanda is kind of the overlord of this town. No. And I don't know where you're on that right now. Yeah. But to me, it still seems like she... Because... And then I guess it's just kind of like a personal bias because like we've seen her character throughout several different movies now and I like her character. Mm-hmm. But I just... I can't buy into the fact that she is a villain. Mm-hmm. So, despite all of, like, the driving forces that, you know, point her towards being a villain or evil, yeah, I still don't think that she is. Well, what are your takes on that? I mean, the biggest reason why... I'm, I'm totally on your side. She's definitely not the, the villain. She may be acting like the villain and trying to tease the audience to think that she's the villain. There's no way she is. One of the biggest reasons is, I mean, we talked about... Disney would never do that, and yeah. also on top of that, I mean, I she has to have been manipulated in some way, just like everyone else is in this reality. Because someone behind the scenes, it is such a weird jump from Endgame at the end of Endgame when she's talking to 
who's she talking to uh, about like Vision's death and Scarlett Johansson's death and how like they know like they know what we did or whatever. Mm. Was it Eric Banner or? I I mean I. I was thinking immediately going to Hawkeye, but I, Hawkeye? I may be wrong there. Either way, I'm though, she was, like, at peace, and she she was, like, Vision, no, like, he, he's up there somewhere. I mean, she didn't seem like she was in denial or she was going to, she was on the edge of going crazy. Like, she seemed completely sane. Mm-hmm. So unless there's this jump in between Endgame and WandaVision that's going to get explained to us that proves why she lost her mind, I don't think it makes any sense that yeah. this is, that she's all of a sudden this terrifying villain. It doesn't make any sense. No, I mean, that'd be like some Daenerys Targaryen type right. character development right. curve because... And this is early on in the show too, so this is definitely Disney's yeah. plan. Yeah, I mean, we're still early on, absolutely. At so. the moment, the the antagonist is Wanda, and you know, we're being spoon-fed the fact that it's Wanda, even Monica said at the end, it's Wanda, Wanda's doing it all or whatever, yep. like, Abs- totally, yeah. so that means it's totally not Wanda, it's somebody else. Yep, I, I totally agree, I think that they're trying to, I mean, not necessarily distract you from someone else, but, I mean, it's meant to really drive home that point, and yeah. if anything, make you think, like, you're saying that there is another antagonist in play, right. behind the scenes, controlling, because like I said, it just doesn't make any sense to me that there's someone... Or that Wanda would be censoring the content put on the put on the broadcast, yeah. as well as controlling everything within that broadcast. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I guess the question would come to then, you know, who is that other person? Yeah, and it's I no hard longer, to say. I no longer think it's at least at the moment. I don't really think it has anything to do, to do with Ultron, because I just feel like that was kind of glazed over in this episode. Yep, and. I don't know, I think if it were to be Ultron, I don't know why I think that, I just think if it were to be Ultron, it would have been mentioned again in this episode. Yeah. So I think it's going to be someone completely new. I totally agree with that. I still think we will have Ultron come in either just within Mm -hmm. voice, um, maybe get an appearance, solely because I do think that Wanda's uh, imagination and her memories have really come into play. Yeah. Uh, with altering the reality, and she's created it. three people in this. Yeah. At least that we know, she's created three beings in this reality: two children and Vision. Absolutely. So yeah, I think that we'll still have an Ultron uh, reveal at some point, but I don't think That'd that it's cool. going to be necessarily like it. Like you know, Ultron is a villain that is yeah. coming into it. But so uh, where does this uh, out of the four that we have now episodes where would this rank for you i mean i would have it, it's hard to say because there's so much happened yeah i would have to put this at number one and it's almost unfair because it's like i could honestly have probably said you know one was my favorite then when two came uh-huh. out two was my or, you know i watched two two is my favorite yeah and then three the same thing but i really did enjoy the dynamic of seeing outside yeah. of actual our reality our reality yeah Yeah. and then getting that you know just stark contrast to what's going on within Mm -hmm. that reality that third that we're we've been watching for the last three episodes Mm -hmm. because we just kind of i mean i i was so consumed with the sitcom narrative and you know how the show was going that it was just again it was kind of a breath of you know fresh air when we finally did see something we got actual Outside story. We got actual story in this episode. I mean, we've just had little bits from each of the first three, but this one was the actual 
plot, it felt like. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was no longer, we weren't, you know, just watching a sitcom. We were actually understanding what was happening. So for that reason, I would also say this is my favorite episode. But I think that the first three did a really good job at setting up the fourth episode for the fourth episode to be as enjoyable as it was. Yes. Because it was like, oh, ah, that's what that was. Oh, that's what that was. Like, that's why I really like this one because mm-hmm. we got so many explanations from our questions in the first three. So, yeah. um, obviously the first three were really good and the fourth one was just the best because it finally offered us some answers, which I really liked. Yeah. Um, you were saying in the beginning that you wanted to do like a highlight of the week or a moment of the week. So what was your character or moment of this episode? <laughs> I mean, the moment that I enjoyed the most, uh, I, I loved all of the James Wu Darcy moments. I oh, thought they were great. dang it. Okay. I, I, I mean, I guess if I took yours, I feel bad. But, you take <laughs> um, I mean, that in terms of my favorite moment was when, when uh, James Wu was like, when she asked him, "Do you want me?" Oh, we're talking about okay, kids, okay. and okay. he was like, "He was like, I don't know. Jimmy I'd love Wu. a little Jimmy Woo running around, get a little, little badge. FBI badge." Yeah. I thought that was hilarious. Yeah. Um, but if there was a moment that I had to pick, that was like my favorite. Uh-huh. Was the vision reveal, or not the vision reveal so much, but that moment where we see vision grayed out. Mm. Um, and then finally, my my character of the the week or of the episode was Wanda because I thought it was really badass to see her take over the way that she did because we knew that she threw Geraldine out or mm-hmm. Monica, but I just I liked actually seeing her use her powers, mm-hmm. you know, in color and just the way that she did. Yeah. But what about you? Uh. <laughs> I mean, there are a lot of good moments. Uh, I don't know why this one stood out, but it was also a James Wu moment. And it was him saying, it was him just like nonchalantly going, so what, the universe created a sitcom starring two Avengers? (laughs) I don't know why. I just thought that was really, really funny. Uh, James Wu is like really, really good in this episode. Um, And I I am excited to see him in future episodes. I love Randall Park. He's great. My favorite, I guess, character from this episode i don't know if i can say wanda just because i didn't think wanda was um as relevant in it Mm -hmm. i mean they did you know kind of elaborate uh moments from the last episode and this one where we could see that she was kind of a darker uh character than what we previously thought but i would probably uh say the character of the episode was monica rambo i thought she was pretty good in this and i didn't know anything about her before the show and um, she kind of this episode kind of answered a lot of questions that I had for her going into episode four. I didn't know if she's been with Sword for long or what her, you know, what her agenda was. So I really liked her in this. No, she was she was very good. Um, but I just wasn't wasn't enough to really cap that moment at the end where yeah where we saw one use her powers. At least for me. Yeah, I mean but. that was cool. It was it was cool seeing. Wanda actually use Wanda's powers. I really liked that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it was like the first time we've seen Wanda use her powers and not get like excited like, oh, she's about to you know fuck someone up. Like, no, she's about to actually fuck someone up in not a good way. Like, mm-hmm. she's using her powers not for like how we've seen in the past against Thanos or someone. So that was interesting. That was a really good moment, though. Um, mm-hmm. But overall, yeah, great episode. Great episode. And... Uh, while it did give a lot away, it definitely hasn't 
given enough away to where I feel like there's a general, you know, one-dimensional direction that this no. could go either, no. which is good because yeah. we still have five episodes left, so yeah, uh, you know, a lot of content left. And I actually heard that there's supposed to be uh, on Reddit there's supposed to be nine total hours of runtime hmm. for the show. So hmm. that'd be interesting to find out if that's true because we have a We're lot of runtime really left episodes. and we have some long episodes coming up. Uh, so hopefully that is true because That's I'd like really to see cool. that. Yeah. I'd love to see that. Um, but yeah, I mean, you guys will have to let us know if you guys have heard anything about that. Um, yeah. Again, just uh, hopefully we uh, get some good episodes coming up. But thank you guys so much for listening. And again, please like and subscribe to our podcast. Follow us on Spotify. Uh, we're trying to make some social media accounts so that we can reach out to you guys and get your feedback as well. Yeah, appreciate but, it. Yeah, anything we know? No, that's, I think you covered it. All right. right, see you guys. You're taking me somewhere to kill me. No, I'm taking you someplace to talk. You are not in Kansas anymore. Is there something special about today? All I have for you is a word. Life uh, finds a way. Tell it. This is the way. This is the way. 